0: Welcome to RISE, Healing from Childhood Sexual Abuse podcast. I am your host, Jessica Heil, registered psychologist and DBT-certified clinician. I am also a childhood sexual abuse survivor. In this podcast, I will offer information about childhood sexual abuse in order to provide you with knowledge on this difficult topic, as well as provide you with strategies and tips that you can access now in order to begin moving from surviving to thriving. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Rise. Some of you may have noticed that it's been a while since my last episode. I think it's been about six weeks or so. And there's reasons for that, that I wasn't really sure at first whether I wanted to speak about it or not. But I thought in the spirit of what this whole podcast is about, which is really about trying to break down some of the stigma that people experience when they are survivors of childhood sexual abuse and really speaking about things from a raw vulnerable space because I think sometimes people really need to hear that in order to be able to help along their own healing in all that spirit I want to be honest with you about what's been going on for me one thing I haven't mentioned while recording this podcast but something that has happened actually in the midst of recording it was that the person who was the perpetrator to me when it comes to the childhood sexual abuse actually passed away. It was towards the very beginning, actually, of this podcast, um, somewhat expected and somewhat unexpected, uh, without going into too much detail. uh, The person had been suffering from really significant alcohol abuse for many years. And we were aware that the end was likely going to happen. We just didn't know when or how. Um, But that's been something that I've been well aware of for a long time now. And, And it's part of what got me motivated to start this podcast to begin with was just watching this person who had hurt me so bad decline and I had had some thoughts of of whether some of the alcoholism that he was experiencing could have been as a result of some of the guilt that he may may or may not, I don't know, have also been experiencing over the things that he had done. So, yeah, it's just been something I've been watching this person decline for a long time and dealing with my own emotions about that, but also my emotions about the fact that the abuse did occur and obviously couldn't be undone, regardless of how much guilt this person may feel or have felt as he got older about it. So yeah, it's just been an interesting progression, I'll say over the years. And he he passed away just uh, about six, seven months ago. And I have had, it's been a it's been a wild ride over the last six, seven months, with regards to my own emotions and thoughts and how that has impacted my healing. In some ways, it has honestly helped the healing along. And I'm going to talk about that today. And in other ways, it made it a bit more of a bumpy ride for a while, because it did bring up other emotions and and thoughts and memories and all of the stuff that comes with abuse, um, whenever it gets triggered, right? So having him pass really made me stop and think a lot more about some of the things that had happened to me. It's just been an interesting progression to get to where I'm at today. But why there haven't been any more podcast episodes in the last six weeks, I've been finding myself having just an interesting experience of honestly not having such an urge to think about the abuse or to identify as being an abuse survivor, even though that is still very, very important to me. So the importance hasn't changed, but the urgency of feeling like I need to do something has. And that's been new for me because all of pretty much all of my adult life has been spent with having what's felt like this black cloud looming over me that for better or for worse, I w- had always identified and thought I always would identify as being an abuse survivor. And that being an abuse survivor has really colored the way that I see myself, the world and other people. And I didn't know if that was ever going to shift. I think in some ways, that's just part of the outcome that occurs when somebody has gone through abuse. I think we can sometimes shed that identity to some degree when things are kind of trekking along in our lives and it's going okay and we don't have a lot of cues. We sort of not forget that we've been through the abuse, but it's not on the forefront of our minds. But there's many other times where things happen that it just brings it all back. And we always have that piece of us that is just right there beside us, right? That it doesn't ever really go away. But I've found that since this person has passed, I just don't, I don't know, it's, it's interesting, I don't want to think about the abuse anymore. I don't feel as motivated to do things that are related to the abuse. And yet at the same time, the other side of it is it's not that it hasn't lost its importance. So it's, it's just been an interesting dialectic, right? Both are true that I've lost the urgency and it is just as important to me as it ever has been but i've just been finding myself feeling a bit stuck when it comes to making a decision on whether to proceed with more podcast episodes because in my heart of hearts i just want to rest and i've been tired and it takes energy to think about what happened and to plan out what i want to say on here and my my body and my mind just want to just be and just rest. And I think that I need to honor that part of me and not just push it down and ignore it. I think part of the reason why this urgency has left is that when this person was alive, there really were reminders almost every single day of what had happened to me as, as a young person, whether it was being triggered by things that he would say or do Um, even if I wasn't seeing him frequently, but just it might be other family members that would mention something that was going on. And that got worse and worse as his alcoholism got worse and worse because it got to a point where family just couldn't ignore it. It was, it was that bad that ignoring it really wasn't an option anymore. So it was always in my face that there was something going on, that there's reminders that he was there. Even again, if I wasn't necessarily seeing him every day, And with him passing, those reminders have come down a lot. They didn't obviously at the beginning of of, uh, initially when he passed, there was even more reminders because of um, just different family members and conversations and the the tasks that needed to be done, etc. But it's starting to come down now. Last episode, I talked about trauma drive, which is that urge that we get as trauma survivors to just make sure we're always doing, doing, doing is trying to escape having to think about things or feel things. And we just fill our schedules with things so that we're as busy as we can be really so that we don't have to think about the things that had happened to us and that uh, the trauma drive will look like this ultra productivity and always getting tasks done and I had mentioned last episode that my trauma drive has really decreased significantly. Now that is not entirely new since the passing. This has been something I've been noticing for uh, a while during my my healing journey, like the last couple of years. But I've really noticed it in the last few months that there does seem to be it, with his passing. It feels like a, a chapter has closed, and now is the time where I am able to just be and rest and and not not be constantly thinking about the things that happened to me when I was young. That said, I do not want to give anybody the message that the only way to overcome your trauma is to, to have to wait until a person passes. That is not true. If I had answered the question of am I healed prior to him passing, my answer would have been yes. I think it's really important that we are able to do to acknowledge that there's lots of work we can do regardless of whether a perpetrator is still alive or not. And there is truth of it, that there's been this extra layer of healing that has come of just knowing that all of this is, is to an end. There's also different emotions that have come up that have been complicated during this time because this person was in my life in such a significant role as a young person it wasn't always bad. The, and this is this goes with many people who are abuse survivors, if they are being honest with themselves and other people. Uh, frequently, when you have a person who has abused you, who played a significant role in your life, that person, while they did really awful, horrific things, there was probably some good moments as well. Good memories, times, things that you appreciated about them, times where you may have even enjoyed their company. Um, that's not to say for everybody. I'm sure there's people out there who are abuse survivors who the perpetrators were nothing but awful to them all the time. So again, everybody's different. But for me, the truth of it was that there were sometimes these positive moments with this person. And I think it's only fair to all of you, to be honest, that there's been moments in these last six months for me that there has been some sadness as well because it wasn't all bad. And that's been an interesting realization that I've been sitting with in these last few uh, months is that it's okay to allow myself to have some sadness about the fact that he has passed and also hold on to all those really difficult emotions of just what he did. right? And And I have a lot of anger and resentment that I don't think will ever go away regardless of how much time passes or regardless of whether or not he's here so it's just been, it's been complex and interesting all at the same time. So coming back to this podcast, now that this person is gone from my life permanently, I feel like things have just changed. And it's, it's really brought me to a place of feeling like very free and open to make some decisions and changes in my life uh, that helped me just be able to live according to what's going on for me right now. and enjoy the pieces of my identity that are not surrounded by the childhood trauma. And that leaves me with some decisions about what to do about this podcast. On the one hand, I really enjoy spending my time thinking about this podcast and uh, creating these episodes. And I've had some amazing feedback from you listeners about how it's been helping people. And that just brings me so much joy and positivity in my life, just knowing that that's the case. And in meaning, I, I love being able to make meaning out of the things that have happened. And yet at the same time, there's a part of me that just wants to not think about it anymore, at least for a time being and take a break and, and just truly just be. So I'm feeling very stuck in terms of what to do moving forward, because both are equally important to me. So here's what I've decided to do. Rather than sit in silence and just have these weeks go by without another podcast episode, I thought that I'd put it out to you and just let you know where I'm at and that I'm feeling uncertain about how I would like to proceed. And so I think I'm going to call this the official end to the first season of this podcast. And there may or may not be a second season. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to think about things. I'm going to live my life for a little bit and see how that feels. And if the mood strikes me in the future to be able to continue on with making these episodes, then there's going to be a second season. And if I decide that this piece is done for now, and I'm going to keep moving forward with my life, doing whatever the future is going to bring, then I'm going to do that too. But in the meanwhile, I just, I just wanted to let you know that that's where I'm at. And I wanted to say just a huge thank you to everybody who's been listening to these podcasts. You have been part of my healing journey. Just knowing that there's people out there that have been valuing hearing this information has honestly helped me so much. And I I hope it's been helping you as well. So for now, let's say goodbye and just sending you all the best wishes in the world on your own healing journeys. You guys, you've got this, you can do this. It is possible to heal. And I, yeah, I just, I hope for you that you're able to get to a point where you'll never forget what happened to you. This is going to be something that's always going to be with you, but it doesn't have to define you. You are more than your trauma. But for now, I'll say goodbye. Thanks so much for listening. If you found today's episode helpful, please go ahead and leave me a review and you can also follow the show so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. For more information about me, you can check out my website www.innersolutions.ca.